Welcome back. It's Jimmy B and TC with you until 6 o'clock tonight. We got high school baseball on the airwaves. And Wolfgang, your squad, the Waukee Warriors. Are you a Warriors fan? I know you live out that way. Um, absolutely. Why not? Why would I not be <laughs> a fan of well, What do you mean? I mean, that would put me on the spot right there. Well, you are, are, you hate Waukee where you leave. I mean, live. What am I supposed to say, Trent? Are, are you, uh, well, is that where your kids go? Is that is that how it works? Are you? None of your business. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, all right. Warrior hater Wolfgang joining us here today. Well, Wolfgang, (laughs) smooth smooth transition from that one. We'll keep moving on. I was totally joking. I know you were. I know you were. But we got big news. You are a longtime LeBron Bobo. You are in the age range where normally you would be a Michael Jordan guy. Most people in our age range... They're Jordan guys. They can't see through the forest through the trees. They have nothing with LeBron. You were an early adopter, though, of LeBron. Now he is making another move, this one to Los Angeles with the Lakers. I'm leaving it open-ended for you. Your thoughts? So we, Trent, I would, maybe I'm pulling you into this conversation. Maybe you wouldn't agree. We, do we laugh at the middle 40s guys that, always say LeBron, or that always say Michael Jordan is better, and they act like that's a fresh take. We kind of laugh at that, right? Would you yeah. say? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, did yes. we expect anything different? No. No, not at all. Okay, so it's not that they're wrong. I'm just saying, like, they think that's a fresh take. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, we know. You're middle 40s. You grew up watching the commercials, and I want to be like Mike. I want to be like Mike. And you saw the movie, the cartoon, or, you know, Mars and all that stuff. I, I understand Get it. Mm-hmm. So I've watched all that, Trent, and it's fun. And my grandma always told me before she passed away, Trent, when you read history books, it's a little weird. She would she would say, like, yeah, that's not really the way it happened. And I always kept that in the back of my mind when she was talking about history or wars or this or that or the, you know, anything. You know, the Great Depression or this and that. I always kept that in mind. And I'm keeping that in mind with sports. It's very interesting to see how things change over time, Trent. Do you get that at all? Yeah, that I mean that's that's the reason for it, right? We we look at history not just to know what happened, but also to understand what could happen in the future. I mean that that's a reason for it, no doubt. And if we go back and look at some of this stuff, Trent, we're gonna be like, that's not what we thought at the time. I mean everything now. Everything now is documented with Facebook or Twitter or everything. Everybody knows everybody's opinion at the time. Mm-hmm. You can't go back now and not understand what somebody was thinking. Norm McDonald had a, one of the funniest things. And Norm McDonald, I don't know if you like him, Trent. I love him. one of those guys love that him. is the comedian's comedian. Mm-hmm. Do you like him or no? Love, love Norm McDonald. Okay. So he's one of those guys that's a comedian guy. They're like, I love this guy. He doesn't. He doesn't give a bleep if he like totally bombs. He he just he's awesome. And I would ask everybody to go to when he did the last performance on David Letterman. David Letterman loved him. I love David Letterman. I'm of that age. Mm-hmm. You know, he got a little bitter towards the end of his you know his career and stuff. But I love David Letterman. Back in the day, that was the dude. Love David Letterman. But Norm Macdonald was the guy that he would look at all that stuff and he would under totally understand what the heck. He was talking about, and I look at this stuff now, Fred, and I go, is this, he had some funny takes on World War III in Germany. 
Why are they still a country? You know, just watch that with David Letterman on YouTube. You will absolutely love that. If you like it, it surprises me that you like him, Trent. Really? Why is that? Because it really, really surprises me that you like him. Why? Who's your second? Okay, so you really like him. Who's your second favorite? Second favorite comedian. Oh boy, that that is difficult. So I would say that I would say that he like pushes it to the limit. That's why I like him. I would say he doesn't give a crap if he bombs. That's why I like him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he'll just come up with some funny stories. I love the dude, and I didn't think that you would like him. John Miller likes him for God's sakes. I didn't think either of you guys would like him. (laughs) I'm trying to think. You know. Jim Gaffigan it, recently, I, yeah, I always I, like him. Yeah, I get a cr- kick out of him. You go back to Dave Chappelle. I mean, it, it depends on are you just talking stand up? Are you talking you know, Chris Rock stand up? That and again, this is time period. You know, came out in the late nineties, early two thousands oh, on HBO. Oh, uh, unbelievable! Probably my favorite stand up singular act that I ever saw. It was that Chris Rock one. It's it's difficult, but I just like comedy in general. And I do, too. And I'm sorry to get away from that, uh, the LeBron thing, because I want to <laughs> talk about that. I'm, I love LeBron, okay? Yes. But I've never, and I want to ask you this real, question, real quick, a question about sports. Have you ever had a sports story where you went, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm pumped, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm angry, I'm happy, I'm excited? I don't even know what to think of this, Trent. I've never had a sports story, because I can't stand Cannot stand Laker fans, and I know you like it when I bring it back to Big Ten, Big Twelve. I can't stand like Penn State fans. Okay, they're ridiculous, Trent. Have you gone to message boards? Do you have any contact with Penn State people? They're crazy. Laker fans are so delusional. I've never met any fan base like that other than Penn State fans. Do you get what I'm feeling right now? As a LeBron fan, as a guy that I think he's probably either number one or number two, with Michael Jordan. We'll mm-hmm. see. I'm going to let it play out. Yep. Let it play out, because I've seen both. I've, been, I've seen both sides. What are you thinking of what I just said there? No, I, I get completely what you're saying. They are, especially the ones around here, Laker fans around here, not, not talking about... They're crazy. They are crazy. Yeah, it's it just... Now, look, we, we all have... Not, not crazy, Trent. Delusional. They are de- delusional. And I can't believe I'm going to have to root for them. This is horrible. But yet I'm pumped because it's going to be a male soap opera, dude. Yes. You understand what this what this guy just did for your business? Oh, yeah. It's it's great. It, it's so much better having him in Los Angeles with that organization, a fan base that has grown throughout the years. And a lot of it is obviously because of the success. I mean, think of how you pick your team when you're younger. Unless you had a parent or a grandparent, or somebody that said, this is who you root for, you root for who's good. You root for the team that, that is the best at the time. And that's why, you know, guys that are in their 40s and 50s, there's tons of Steeler fans around here. They have no connection to Pittsburgh, but that's <laughs> how they became Steeler fans. Same thing with the Cowboys of that generation, and, and kids maybe a little bit younger than us, guys that are in their late 20s, early 30s, bunch of Cowboy fans, or or. Our era, 49er fans, they don't know where San Francisco is. I mean, they're growing up in the middle of Iowa. They have no clue where San Francisco is, but they're 49er fans because of Joe Montana into Steve Young. That's the reason for it. And I get it with the Lakers fans. But 
the fan base as a whole delusion. They're, they're pukey. Would you say it's the right word? I wouldn't say pukey. I would not say that. Absolutely well, you tell not. tell me. I'm not putting words in your mouth. No. They are pukey, dude. I would call them pukey. Those are Wolfgang's words. They're pukey. Wow. Sorry. I didn't mean to go over the line there with you, Trent. Jeez. Well, my stepdad's That's a Lakers fan. No, I don't want to call him pukey. They are pukey. He's would probably listening right now. Would you describe Big Ten Penn State fans as pukey? I wouldn't. And, and here's the thing. The online fan base, you're right. I mean, the, the Joe Pop truthers, those people are sickening. Absolutely delusional, like you said. Sickening, awful. You like awful delusional. People. You like that. Okay, you like that word. Yes. Okay. But the people, when I've been to Penn State and I've been out there three different times for Iowa games, the people that I've interacted with there, they were great. They were great people. In fact, maybe my favorite Big Ten fan base was the people that I interacted with. So you do have to be careful because online communities and fan bases at the games, they could be two completely different things. Now, explain that. What do you mean by that? That's interesting to me, and you're educating me right now. It's interesting. Like, I agree, and I understand what you're saying, but why? What do you mean? Just, I don't know. The, the Internet can bring out the worst in people. It, it just so, so you're you are way ahead of me. You've met Penn State people. I haven't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going off their message boards, yes. their Twitter, their online community. Like you're totally right. So I'm like totally like just basically bending over for you. I I don't know your knowledge if you've actually met Penn State fans. I haven't. I have not been to Happy Valley. I don't know, Trent. So you're saying they're actually when you eye to eye, they're good because I'm telling you, their online community is horrible. It is. Yes, yes. There, there's no doubt. You're, you're completely right about that. They're weird. They're awful. They, the, the Joe Pa truthers, it bothers me. I, mean, I was out there right before the story broke, the Sandusky story, and, and we came back and we, uh, we got the initial report about what was happening with Sandusky right after we got back from Happy Valley. It was just, we were standing in front of the Joe Pa statue taking pictures. A group of 10 guys from, I, I mean, oh and, and then suddenly, this hits and in the community. So you do have to caution yourself about that. Are there bad Laker fans here? Sure. Are there weirdos? Yes. But that's everywhere. That's with every fan base. Not every white person is a racist. Not every black person is a racist. Not right. every, you know, I, I totally understand that. I, I get that. But I'm just like, I've had bad interactions sure. with the online community with Penn State. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, and you know, I hate. Wisconsin. I haven't even had that kind of like relationship with Wisconsin online. Penn State, I have. I, I, I can't stand those people. I mean, they're just, unless it's just, you know, bots or what do they call that stuff? Right. Like yeah. bot type stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't even, it's like robots just tweeting out stuff. They're idiots. You actually talk to Penn State. So, I mean, you're way ahead of me. So I wouldn't know, Trent. No, I, I get what you're saying, though. Fan bases can be, and the Lakers fan base, it, it's a different kind Greg, of fan base. Greg, I, I agree with they're that. They're terrible. Can I go off? They're, they're, they are the most, what was the word we were looking for? We finally both said it. Not out there. What's the word? Just crazy. Delusional. That's the word I'm looking for. With a D. Remember that. With a D. Delusional. Laker, the Laker fan base is delusional. They love Kobe Bryant. LeBron will never fulfill Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, I mean, Lakers are now on a five-year run of no playoffs. Am I wrong? Yes. I am wrong. But No, 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 you're, you're, you got it. But Wolfgang, here's the thing. Yes, they, they love Kobe too, and they go too far with their Kobe love. They get it, 
he's the greatest of all time, those kind of things. It's not. He's, he's not. But you know what? If LeBron goes out there and he delivers three championships, think of the LeBron how, love that there's going to be. How's he going to do that? Okay, this is why, Matt. This is what LeBron should have done if he didn't give a damn about his family, if he didn't give a damn about his kids. He should have gone to Philly. Sure. Ben Simmons, or actually what you brought up, number one, what you brought up, Boston. Figure that out. Boston was number one. He should have gone to Philly yeah. and been there with Ben Simmons, LeBron James, and Bede, and then all the shooters that they had, there was a sources that said that they could have actually gotten Kawhi Leonard. And it was not from a joke source. It was actually legit. Where they could have gotten Kawhi Leonard, that is championship material. Now, you're going to hold that. You, Trent Condon, are going to hold it now against LeBron that he is not going to get a you love Vegas. Yes. What the hell are they doing? What do you what mean? What the hell are they doing? They have the freaking Lakers at the number two odds. Yes. Okay. I talk to guys that don't even like LeBron and say that's a joke. Yes. I like LeBron. It's a joke. What are you saying? They're well, not saying. Well, they're not literally. Real quick, real quick. They're not literally saying that LeBron has the second best chance to win a championship. Please explain that. Correct. Yeah, th- this is not true odds, but they know what they're going to get. They know also their marketplace. Las Vegas is very close to Los Angeles. And who fills up those buildings well, on the weekends? People from L.A. And who are they fans of more than anybody in that market? The Lakers. So they're going to take a crap ton of bets. People that are going to throw down their 100 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever it is, on the futures market. And though it maybe should be 10 to 1 or 12 to 1 or come up with whatever odds, they know that they are going to have so much money on the books on the <laughs> Lakers that you have to balance your books. It's it's not true odds. It's not what Vegas thinks. Too many do, people do say Do you understand that. that people that know sports do not know what you're talking about now? Because I barely do. Do you understand that? That we don't get that they think literally that the, the, the Lakers have the second best chance of winning the title. They don't really truly believe that, right? Correct. Correct. People it's, don't know that, Trent. It's where the money is. You're, you're in this, bleep. You're in this deep, and you have been for years. People don't get that. So when they see that the Lakers are the second best, tied with the Celtics, as the second best chance to win the title, that's not really what Vegas thinks. Correct. They understand the amount of volume of bets that they're going to get. They have to balance their books. They have to protect themselves. And if something happens, and you know what? Uh, Steph Curry and, and Kevin Durant are out for a little joyride, and they get in a car accident, and they're out for the playoffs. Well, oh, crap. Suddenly we, we got, I don't know, we, we got $500,000 in future bets sitting here on the Lakers, and we had it at 12-1, to 1, and now we're screwed. You have to balance your books, and, and that's what this is. This doesn't believe, this isn't Vegas saying, oh, yeah, they're they the second-best team, though, bar none. No, And they're also looking at it if they do get Kawhi, because those bets, you don't have to turn in your bet if Kawhi Leonard comes in and says, well, you know what, those odds are actually changing now. It's not how it is. So that's another thing. You're looking to the future, and that's a part of this too. Trent, are you, are you sick to your stomach right now talking about this? Because there's so much fun right now. I mean, do you want to talk about Wimbledon? What do you want to talk about right now? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I do not want Maybe Brinson. You want to talk with Brinson? He'll talk Wimbledon with no, you. No, no, I don't. I want to talk with you. About and tennis? I'm, I'm asking you right now, what do you want to talk about? 
okay? Because I talked with somebody that came over to our house and said, LeBron, 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 ESPN, or Fox News, or Fox Sports, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. And he, said, and he came over here and continually talked about LeBron. And I said, that's exactly why. You said you didn't want to talk about LeBron, mm-hmm. and you talked about him for 30 minutes, Trent. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works. See, you, you guys have analytics on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what people are clicking on. You know what people want to talk about because they're clicking on it or they're listening to the podcast or the radio show. You now know it's fun. So people can't both bleep anymore. They can't, Trent. Nope. Now we know what you actually want to click on, even though you say you don't. Right. And I just listened to 30 minutes of bleep about how he didn't want to hear about LeBron, and he talked about LeBron for 30 minutes. I'm not going to say who I'm talking to. I'm just saying. That's the way that it works. No, I love this stuff. So so what's next? I mean, the the other two, bring it in, Lance Stevenson. No, you don't love this stuff. You hate it. And I no I free free agency. Like it now. No free agency. I'm all about it. No, no. We're July, dude. Yeah, and we have things that we are really passionate and over talking to each other. This is fun. This is the good stuff, no doubt. This is the good stuff. I I, so I where like. Are you saying, sorry. Where are you saying? I like I like NBA free agency, but but what's next now for the Lakers? Is it just what kind of package do you offer up to get Kawhi Leonard? That is a great question to you as a normal, um, calm human being. Um, they could get him next year. Do we just decide that LeBron is not going to? That's why I'm mad this year. They're not going to win a championship this year, Trent. So they're going to get to see Kevin Durant dance and, you know, Curry do his shimmy. And I love those guys. They're all-time greats. And Thompson, all-time great shooter. We're going to, you know, we're going to see that. Seriously, we're going to see that over again. Nobody that knows anything about basketball, Trent, thinks that the Lakers, how they are constructed, are going to beat the Golden State Warriors. Not one person that I know. If they get Kawhi Leonard and they don't have to trade away a ton. So you tell me, okay, Yeah. would you say just be patient and go get all these guys on, get like green from the Cavs, Get, um, they already got uh, Stevenson, which is the funniest thing in the history of the world. It's awesome. This is why this is so popular. Yes, it's awesome. Is that is that not funny, Trent? Do you not think that is the funniest thing? And we could do fifty minutes on that. I love it. The the blowing in the ear, the number of times that he's he's tripping into LeBron and knocking him over, and now these guys are teammates, and he goes from from one knucklehead and J.R. Smith, and he's got another <laughs> knucklehead and Lance Stevenson. <laughs> well. Lance Stevenson, I don't think, is smoking dope on the sideline. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Would it shock you? It wouldn't shock me. No, no. Not me neither. Me neither. <laughs> All right, how about this? How about this? Lonzo Ball put together a nice rookie season. Didn't shoot it as well as many okay, people okay, real, anticipated. Real quick. Real quick. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kip, Kip is coming at me. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is the greatest soap opera, <laughs> soap opera ever. Mm-hmm. Are you joking right now? And I'm telling her about the Kawhi Leonard thing, about how he may sit out next year. She's like, why was not that a big story before? I'm like, because now he's connected with LeBron. This is so good for your business. Am I wrong? No, I hope it is, but again, we get into, all right, what do people want? Before we get to the playoffs, before we get to the playoffs... Playoffs! 
do people in this market, do they want to hear us break down a mid-December game between the the Lakers and 76 is possible. Hey, you know what? If they get them, this could be a finals matchup. Do they want to hear that, or do they want to hear us talking about Iowa and Iowa State? Iowa, Iowa State, 100. Right. But you have to breathe life into that other. I mean, that's something that people actually, and we need to take phone calls, dude, seriously. Are you against that? No, no, not at all. We can do that. I'm, I'm for that. I want to hear people's opinions. And it's funny, when you talk to people, actually, Trent, if you go actually out and talk to people, do you? Yes, I, I, I talk to people every single day. Not friends. I'm talking like strangers. Yes, yes. Out, you know, trying to, trying to meet new people, sell some ads, you know, mixing a sale here and there. Yes, yes. I'm, okay. I'm out there pounding the pavement every day. So I talk to these people and they say, why so much LeBron talk on national radio? Why so much LeBron talk? And then they continue to talk to me for freaking 15 minutes about LeBron. Mm-hmm. And I can't get away. I'm like, I got to get away, friend. I got to get away. They won't stop talking about it. But yet they don't want to talk about it. You guys all know the numbers. What people want to talk about. What ESPN, CBS, NBC, all those people want to talk about. You know that trend. What they actually pretend to like and not like, you know that. Am I wrong? Are you going to act like I am wrong? Play the hits. That's what I always say. Play the hits. No, you don't, actually. Yeah, I do. I I would disagree. Do, do Do you hear me sit here and break down the latest movies? Do you hear me sit here and talk about the latest craft beer? Do you hear me during my four hours each and every day talking about the old whippersnap? No, that's not what I do. I talk about sports, and I talk about localizing sports as much as possible. We'll talk. This is a big story. Obviously, we're going to talk about this, but we talk a lot of other things. We talk Hawkeyes. We talk Cyclones every single day. Because you know what? If people, if they truly want to hear insider information, they'll flip on ESPN Radio. They want to really break down, and they want to go in-depth about what LeBron's thinking, what the Lakers' construction is going to be. We're just a couple of guys in Iowa giving our opinion. But what uh, we do... I would disagree. We're not just a couple of guys. No. I think we're a couple of guys that people... I think we have good opinions. Well, yeah. We're not just a couple of guys. That's a part of it, sure. But more than anything, what people want is they want to hear something local. They want it... They want oh, to hear the, 100, 100. Yes, that's what it's about. This is a but, big sports I mean, story. We're talking you don't about, want to talk about you. Want, do you not want to talk about this right now, the LeBron thing? Yeah, we, we just have for 20 minutes. Okay, so you get it. Yeah. But you know what else I want to talk about? I want to talk some hoops, some college hoops. Let's do that next. Wolfgang coming back on the other side with more. We won't ask him about Walkie. <laughs> back with more in a moment. Okay, back one uh, more time here with Wolfgang. He's uh, sitting yeah, in with us. Yeah, what are we talking about? We're not talking about I the Lakers. No We're not talking about the Lakers. We're not talking about LeBron anymore. You had your time. It's over. Let me save a LeBron. Real quick. No, 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 no. I want to talk. Awesome. I want to talk college basketball with you. Knock it off. I want to talk some college basketball with you. So when we have more time, maybe we'll do this on Friday. One of our summer episodes that we love to do is breaking down the minutes for Iowa and for oh, Iowa State. So I'm going to give you time this week to work on. I know it's fourth. I know you're going to be no, sunny and funny. That. Thank you. Going to give you time to prepare. Iowa State is as deep as they have been certainly under Coach Prome and maybe the, one of the deeper teams they've had in a while. They have 
a lot of options this year. Real quick, explain that by what you mean by deep. Not the best, but deep? What do you mean? There I are. Would say, I would say basketball. Yes. There are realistically, I think you can make the argument, 11 guys on that roster that you could see get 11 minutes, or double-digit minutes plus. 11 okay. guys on that roster that could that very well. Okay, that means nothing to me. You know that. As a Hawkeye fan, I don't care about that a lot. So what are they going to play literally like during the Big 12 season? You know that. We're the same way. I mean, you agree with me on basketball. Sure. All right. It's a deep team. That's all I'm saying there. And with Iowa. So who cares? I don't care about that. Well, we got to figure out the minutes, right? We we got to break this down. We got to help Coach Pro out. No, we gotta... what we did, what John Miller hasn't done, or Steve Ace, or none of them, we are actually breaking down minutes in actually real games. I don't care about the preseason. Mm-hmm. So when... we've done that. We've done that, Trent. Come on. When we're we get past that, please. When we get to when? When did we do that? Oh, you don't remember that? That's we that's did it last year. This is a new that team. We haven't done that this year. You might have done it with your buddy that you were talking Lakers with. but I did it with you. I I said that to you. I remember that because you are the minutes guy. Yes. And, and yeah, it's fun. It's fun doing it. So is John Miller. You guys are the only two guys really in media that does that, and it's fun to me. But at what point do you say, who's going to play? Who's going to play what minutes? I'm not talking about, like, over the, the span of a season. I'm talking Big Ten play. Sure. And... NCA, how about that? We'll do That's that. That's what I'm talking about. We'll do that. We'll do that with with Iowa and Iowa State. But one thing I want to get your thoughts on, you know, normally at this time, and, and we've got it with Iowa State, though the Capital City League obviously uh, did not play their games on yesterday on Sunday because of all the rain up in Ankeny and and just the weather. But we don't get that with Iowa now. And I told you last week, I I miss the primetime league so so much more than I even anticipated. I, I knew I'd miss it. I I knew I, I'd. I just love that kind of stuff. But with, without just these little nuggets coming in, you, you can't overreact to it, all those things. But boy, Wolfgang, I just, I love that part of it. You know my love for college basketball and for yeah. Iowa hoops. And not having it this summer, it sucks. It does. And I, I think you gave me props for like, yeah, it sucks. It totally sucks. It's like those small nuggets of information that you get from people that you respect. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just respect the guys that would go out there and give tons of information. And and you look at it now, it's like, really? I mean, there's nothing. There is nothing, seriously, to talk about. And you're getting on me for talking about LeBron. But we can talk about recruiting if we want. We can talk about other stuff. Mm -hmm. But what would you do if you were Fran McCaffrey? What would you do right now to gain some momentum, some, you know, guys getting, like, pumped about the season? What would you do? Okay? I put you in the shoes of Gary Barter before, right? Mm-hmm. And you, I, you were honest as bleep. You, Trent Condon, you were honest as heck. I was so impressed with you. You were totally honest. But what would you do if you were A.D.? to make and grow the basketball program and football? Well, for basketball, I I would do something this summer to open it up, open up a practice. Again, I don't know the legality of this. I don't know NCAA rules, if you're able to do it. But but if you did, that's the first thing. I would have a couple open practices, an open scrimmage, 
Come on out. We're going to be signing autographs for the kids afterwards. Da, da, da. It's going to be happening, I don't know, Friday evening at 6 o'clock. Come on out to Carver. Guy's going to be working out, going through a practice, and then they're going to play a, a scrimmage. Why Friday scrimmage. versus Saturday? Let's, let's okay. talk this through. Why Friday versus Saturday? Because Saturdays are stacked up with baseball and softball tournaments and soccer and, and everything okay. else. I mean, at least everybody that I know, everybody that has kids, their weekends are shot. Okay. So maybe Friday or even a Thursday. I don't know the, the day, but just an no. idea. Get people no. involved. No, Trent, real quick. You have to know the day. I put you in place of Gary Barta. Well, I haven't, I haven't cashed so, my first check yet, so I am, let me I do know, that first. I, <laughs> I'm not putting you in that. You do not. You can replace this if you, if you have a different uh, problem with whatever's going on. But think about it. Like, think about what Gary thinks about, and we should do this to do this for money or maybe the, the following Friday. What do you think? Okay. It's easy for us to just bash them. Mm-hmm. For you. Yeah, yeah. For me. But you want to come up with real ideas. Yeah, why not? Okay. That's, that's the most fair thing ever. Now, for Fran McCaffrey, back to that one, because I, I like that part of this a whole lot more. And getting this team motivated and going through their workouts right now. You know, one of the things I'd be talking about is we played a lot of guys. We, we, that's what we do. And you guys all deserve minutes. But you know what? We really need to have a rotation of eight guys. That, that's what, by the time we get oh, to Big Ten play, that's what we're going to do. And this offseason, you better be pushing yourself. And you better be working. How do you do that? Oh, my God, Trent. Because you know what? We are you're going to make sure you're you're a teacher in your formal life, right? Yes. How do you do this? Well, special ed teacher was a, it's a little bit different. What do you mean? No, that okay. I love that. Oh, I love it. Seriously, anyway. But you you push you push them and say, you know what? We are going to be redshirting somebody this year, and if you don't like it, I understand it. But somebody is going to redshirt this year. Zacordo Pemsel and Jack Nungie. Say it to me. All right. I am your player. You are Fran McCaffrey. Say it to me right now. Okay, I'm going to bring in Nunji, Creener, and Pemsel. We only have have a certain amount of minutes. And inside, Garza and Cook are going to get a majority of them. Those guys are going to play, for Cook, 30-plus minutes. For Garza, 25-plus minutes. Those guys are our big guys. Those are our starters at the Mm -hmm. center in the power forward position. You guys know that. Those guys are there. Out of you three... One of you is going to redshirt this year. I don't know who. I'm leaving all preconceived notions aside. What you do, working out this summer, putting in the work, learning how to play defense, being a leader, those are going to be the reasons that one of you guys is going to be out there. You're going to be able to get the minutes that you want. And one of you three, you're going to take a redshirt year. And it's going to help our program for the future. It's going to help you as a basketball player. You know what? Your development is going to be better because of that. And by the time you're a fifth-year senior, you're going to be a hell of a player for us. But one of you three is going to be redshirting because we don't have the minutes. I'm changing my philosophy this year. We're playing the best guys. No more hurt feelings. Go out and prove it. Coach Connors. Yes? Who would you recommend? Coach Connors. No, I told you. you I, I have no preconceived notions. You go out and do it. You prove to me that you deserve to play in the Big Ten this year. That you, I know. Coach Connors, I want to hear what you think. Who you think should register? You know damn well. You know you have an opinion. Who should? I'm not telling you. I told you. 
Go out and prove that's, it. That's not fair. I don't like that, Trent. Well, hit the road. You know what? There, there's plenty Are of opportunities. There's plenty of opportunities to play in the Summit League. Enjoy it. Oh, I thought you meant me hit the road. That was sad. <laughs> Jeez, Trent. That's... I thought you were talking as a player. No, you said me hit the road. Well, that was rude. Eh, my bad. My bad. All right, we got to get out of here. Good talking with you. Yeah, you don't want me to answer. You don't want me to ask No, no. You get to work. You start. Look you at start. You, you Trent. You're such a wuss. You're such a wuss right now. Oh, now it's just now it's just you and me talking. I'm not a coach anymore. Now it's just Wolfgang and Trent talking on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Who would you get rid of? I wouldn't get rid of any of them. It's red shirting for this year. Trent, this is pathetic. I have respect for you. You give a big end. Coral Pencil. Coral Pencil would be the guy. And I, you know, I love Pencil. I, I love his you game. Do. I still you think actually there's... do. Yeah. But is he better taking a year off, developing a jump shot, becoming a more complete player, or playing 14 minutes a game and being yet another cog in this wheel of, uh, we're going to get 11, 12 guys minutes a game? What's better for Iowa and the future of Iowa basketball? It's redshirting. All right. I can't wait to talk to you again. We'll see if you're right or wrong. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Well, I know I'm wrong. Okay. I know, this isn't going to happen. None of these guys what are going to redshirt. You don't think I'll ever say if you're right or wrong? Well. I will give you credit if you're right. What do you mean? Well, who's who out of that group would you redshirt? <sighs> Sorry, we got to go, buddy. No, see, see, you want to put me on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, I know you're going to take that out, aren't you? Creener. Because you have. Creener, Pemsel, Nunchie. Who's Creener. sitting? I love Creener. Who's sitting? Dude, this is the longest of long conversations ever. Let's do it Monday. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm not doing that right now. You want to put me on the spot? I told you, Coral Pencil. Who are you you putting the red shirt on, Coach Wolfgang? This this is the fun about this. I don't have to. You're not with me. Do it. (laughs) What's the question? Who would you redshirt this year out of Cordell Pemsel, Ryan Creener, and Jack Nungy? I can't do that. You have to. I did it. You have to. Who'd you say? Pemsel. You hate him. I, that's God, not he's true. A good I, I, he's a good player. Seriously. He's I love Cordell Pemsel. Let me, let me you His off. attitude. He really is a good player. I don't understand why you don't like him. He's a good player. He gives his all. He's an Iowa boy. He's an Iowa guy that wants to be here. Right. Okay, so you want Jack Nunchy to sit out this year is what you're saying. I got it from you. That, that's that's the answer. Wolfgang sitting down Nunchy this year. All right. You're to get stronger. I get it. I get it. We'll talk on Friday, all right? Uh, Trent. Yes. You you hate Iowa guys. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. I'll talk to you on Friday, you goober. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Wolfgang. <laughs> checking in with us. Oh, always funny. He doesn't want to answer the question. Answer the question. It's a difficult question. And, and a question, seriously, I don't think is going to happen. I don't think Fran McCaffrey is going to be redshirting any of these guys. They're going to go out there. They're going to be deep. And, and coming up on Friday, Wolfgang and myself will go through the Iowa and Iowa State basketball rosters, and we'll try to figure out, come Big Ten play, 
how the minutes will be divvied up. We'll do that coming up on Friday. We're coming back on the other side. We'll kick uh, Wolfgang out. Jimmy B will come back in. We'll put a cap on things here with you until 6 o'clock tonight. Then high school baseball at 645. It'll be Waukee hosting Ankeny Centennial and our Central Iowa Game of the Week. Back with more on the other side. It's Jimmy B and TZ. Welcome back, everybody. It's our final uh, segment here on a Monday. Jim and Trent. Trent, now you're going to be rolling out of here right away in the car and headed for more high school baseball coverage right here on 1700. Yep, coming up tonight, we got Waukee taking on Ankeny Centennial in a division matchup in the CIML. So uh, we'll bring that to you about 645 with the pregame, 7 o'clock with the first pitch tonight with the Warriors and the Jaguars. That'll be our Central Iowa game of the week, Jimmy B. So some more good high school baseball. And, and Jim, the playoffs begin next Tuesday in Class 1A and Tuesday. So it goes quickly each and every year, and that's certainly happening here. Getting ready for it, and a week and a half away, we'll be talking about sub-state baseball as well as we get ready for the state tournament at Principal Park. And that means that I'll never see you because you'll either be uh, you'll be at some field someplace or down at Principal Park, and you're going to be working high school baseball like from six in the morning until midnight. Is that right? Pretty much, pretty much. That's usually the way that it goes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but it is a a labor of love. Absolutely love doing it. Love yep. uh, the opportunity to to bring. You know, we talk about the football side of things and everything else, but right. A lot more that goes into it than just that. So uh, excited for tonight and excited for what we have going forward here with our high school baseball coverage on 1700. Jimmy B, you know, kind of a, there, there's, no, you know, there's no blueprint of doing a show like we did today. We had Lou Seipolt right. on earlier who knew Larry for a long time. You know, we talked about some of our memories at the top of the show. It's it's sometimes difficult, but also therapeutic. You know, Larry was just such a good guy. I knew him going all the way back to when I first came to Des Moines and, and started mm-hmm. doing a little bit of work over at KXNO on a part-time basis and got to know him. And then here at 1700 throughout the years, just uh, that, that smile on his face, that little, that little smirk that he always had, always, uh, regardless of how busy he was, always had a smile on his face. You know, I... I hung out with Larry uh, when I would go over to watch some Drake games. And you know me, Trent. I I would go to watch the big-name players come in. When Doug McDermott was playing at Creighton, I always made sure that I went over and and watched that matchup. I went when Iowa State uh, with Royce White played uh, at Drake, and Drake upset them that night. Mm -hmm. And I went also when St. Mary's, this is a funny story, when St. Mary's and Matthew Della Vadova, uh, was playing then for the Gales. And so I'd always go and say hi to Larry. We'd always talk a little bit before the game. And I told him, I said, you better get ready because this Della Vadova guy can really play. And he said, well, he says, I've looked at his stats and I looked a little bit. He doesn't look like he's that good. And I said, Larry, I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> that I believe this guy will be playing in the NBA. And he said, okay. He says, all right, we'll see what happens. That night, Della Vadova scores like 35 points, and St. Mary's beats Drake that night. And after the game, I walked by him, and he said, Jimmy says, that guy's really good. <laughs> and that's, but that's Larry. I mm-hmm. mean, Larry, he didn't have really a bad thing to say about anybody ever that I can remember and then working the Barnstormer games, and I would do them on radio. And when we were home, Larry was do- working the games on MC22. We'd always sit and talk before the games. 
Uh, man, oh man, do I miss that. And I'm, it, it saddens me that I won't have that opportunity just to even just walk by and say hi to him anymore, Trent. Yeah, and uh, funeral services will be on Thursday at 1 o'clock. Uh, 5101 Grand Avenue is where uh, the funeral will be for Larry uh, putting to rest. One of uh, the great people, certainly in this business, and a guy that, that we will certainly never soon forget in Larry Kotler. Well, Jimmy B., as we put a cap on things here, I'll look to tonight. I'll be calling some high school baseball. Anything catch your eye this evening? Anything excite you? Or you're, you're probably just going to be keeping an eye on the free agency tracker in the NBA, right? Well, <laughs> no, I am going to watch a little baseball tonight. Okay. Because there's an early, yeah, there's an early and a late game that I would have interest in. You know me, I like to watch the Stars play. So Boston at Washington, I am, and that's the early game. So I am going to keep tabs, uh, tabs on that. Also Atlanta at the New York Yankees because the Braves are just playing lights out right now. And then when you get done working baseball, I don't know if you're going to watch your Twins in Milwaukee or not, but if you're not interested in that one, there's a real good late game. It's St. Louis at Arizona. So from that standpoint, uh, those are probably some of the things that I will indeed uh, check in on just to make sure that I'm current on all things Major League Baseball. Yeah, a pretty decent night overall. The uh, Pirates are out in Dodger Stadium, so maybe a yeah. cursory glance. Bumgarner's pitching tonight for the Giants against Colorado, so maybe yeah. a look-see there. Kluber's pitching for Cleveland. A lot of good baseball tonight, a lot of different things to check in on and uh, bounce around the television this evening. Jimmy B, we'll be back tomorrow, all right? You be good. I'll be good, pal. You do the same. Have fun at the game this evening, and we'll be back bright and early, everybody, tomorrow, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right here on the Big Talker 1700.